It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, everybody. We are back with episode 11 of Quick Resume Podcast. Thank you so much for coming today. We're going to have so much fun. We just had our 10th episode. <laughs> um, my name is Deck. I'm your host. I'm joined by Tim. Tim. Introduce Tim. yourself. Say hi. <laughs> uh, I, was, I thought you were going like, to do like a second thing. Like, I was I thinking you about like, it. drop my surname and my address or something. <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> your social security number. And his pin is 9451. Dude, how did you know that? Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, hello. It's, uh, it's great to be here. Episode 11. And still going. Who would have thought? Mm. And who uh, would have thought? Yeah. And this is uh, well, based on the news uh, cultivated over the week. This is probably going to be your favourite episode to host, isn't it? Well, I mean, yeah. This has <laughs> there. There is some exciting stuff that I want to talk about. Some stuff which is giving me tingly feelings all around my body. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about it, man. Um, yeah, that should be a good one. So, I mean, why don't you start and tell me what you've been up to um, this week, or just like, how have you been? Um, yeah, no, I've been good. Um, yeah, it'll probably be quite short and snappy for me this week. Um, I've basically just uh, just been grinding that Apex, you know? I'm a, yeah. I'm a, I'm a one-game pony at the moment. Um, <laughs> Our listeners definitely couldn't have, couldn't have guessed that. Couldn't have guessed that. Yeah, I do find it. I do find it quite tough to peel myself away from a game when I'm when I'm into it. Sometimes, um, I find it quite hard to just like dip in and play like I don't know, like Evil Within for like an hour, and then just go back on Apex, and then just dip back on something else. You know, um, I've always yeah. It's I'm the best gen for uh, it, man. It's great. Yeah, quick, yeah, quick resume is a fucking lifesaver for this stuff. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll literally have a podcast called Quick Resume. Yeah. I don't <laughs> Only... fully utilize the feature. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you hate Quick Resume. Um, I do, with a passion. It's... Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I, I would always be the same. I mean, I would still do it, but, like, it would always be, like, like for example, when I was playing, like, Red Dead back in the day, you know, that was... Or Red Dead 2, rather. It was... Um, the load times on that, you know, were, like... God, gang, you know, they're, they're renowned for being huge. You know, it's, like, three and a half minutes on Xbox One or something. Um, maybe I played on 1X I can't remember but still they were huge and you know like like you said when your friends are like okay I'm going to go for an hour and then I'll be back and it's like can I really be bothered to like boot up the game you know go yeah. past the loading uh, the title screen then the loading then get in you know reorient orientate myself to where I am so yeah but with, Q, with QR I feel like a lot you just bypass a lot of that because it's just like you're straight back in you're like oh that's right this is where I was um yeah. yeah for sure and i think i'm just still just stuck in that that old mindset of the fact that i feel i feel like just subconsciously sometimes i forget quick resumes actually a thing and i'm like oh i could do that but instead i just went for a dump got some food and watched an episode of something on youtube <laughs> or like i played a solo game of apex you know when i i genuinely could have actually um booted up something so yeah. um but yeah i'm uh <clears throat> Yeah, I'm just on that on that apex grind at the moment. Quite, very much enjoying my uh, my FPS, um, but 
there's a few things in the pipeline obviously that i re- do really want to try like resi 8 is still very much on my radar mm-hmm. um and um and then the new knockout city coming out in a couple of weeks which i never got to try the uh the beta with the lads <laughs> the boys dodgeball with the boys yeah <laughs> but i heard it was amazing so um yeah, yeah. There's there's quite a few stuff on my radar which will pull me away from Apex. Definitely Knockout City, I think, will pull me away, um, and I'll be It'll playing Knockout Apex. Day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just break that addiction. <laughs> um, but apart from that, yeah, just a normal a normal week. Um, and yeah, obviously you played cricket yesterday and came out with an injury. For those of you yeah. who don't know, uh, I do sucks, play cricket on the weekend, so I'm hobbling around at the moment. Um, but you know, just just fit enough to sit down at a desk and do a podcast. <laughs> so yeah, it's just all good. About. Yeah. yeah. How's that? How's your week been, man? Yeah, it's good. I think I think I mentioned to the, all the listeners last week. I'm I'm moving house or moving back to my last house um, next week. So um, me and my partner, mostly my partner, have been busy sort of um, getting the house, getting this flat empty, and uh, but I have had some bits of time to do some stuff, and I just like of relevance. Um, I I mean obviously Mass Effect came out this week and um, we spoke about that last week and I was umming and ahhing on whether I should buy it because I know Knockout City is coming out and um, there were some other things like a while ago it was teased that Sekiro was going to be coming to either Games Pass or, or Xbox Live Gold and it hasn't yet um, and I followed that up with um, well it's the guy from Xbox Eris, Nick who has a few sources and he still believes it's um still coming he's not sure what the hold up is so i was like you know i'm an orange should i you know there's an, that's another single player i'd probably play game i'd probably play mm-hmm. um i know bio mutants on the horizon as well so i'm coming i'm an orange about that as well anyway i fucking just impulse bought it you know i was like whatever let's do it i had I had a bit of time in the evening to play it and i was like you know what let's, let's just do it and obviously the reviews were coming in really hot they're coming in like above 90 on open you know something like a 91 or something and i was like wow. let's just do it man let's just buy it and i'll just you know like I'm, there's no rush to complete it so i'll just i'll probably just chip away at the trilogy over like the next to be honest year or two <laughs> yeah, um, it's, they're big games so right yeah so um so i've been playing that and yeah no i've been having a nice time it's um i can definitely it's really do you know what it's really i've had this with a few games before where like you've played a newer game and you're like oh, that was cool and then you play an older game that was like really similar like it had a lot of features you know but like a game that's like 15 years old and you're like oh right this is where it came from <laughs> and yeah. in particular what i'm thinking of was um the outer oh, outer <laughs> outer world, world. world. <laughs> yeah. the obsidian one you know what yeah, I mean? yeah 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 i have worlds, to check yeah. now because i'm really pissed is it, is it definitely yeah it's the worlds yeah it's so it's so annoying because yeah. i'm such a huge fan of both the games and i still get the mix yeah it is outer worlds um and you know like there's that screenshot you know when you go through the game and you get the companions and you can go in the menu like before you leave the ship it like gives you the silhouette of all of the companions you can take you can take like two and you like go over them and it shows you their skills that's like exactly the same thing in Mass Effect and I was like because I hadn't seen that prior to Outer Worlds like that that sort of illustration of like you know pick your companions but it's done exactly the same in Mass Effect it's just funny because obviously Mass Effect is 15 years old now or whatever and it's um just clearly quite influential with that um but yeah it's good do you know what it, it 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 controls it's weird the shooting is really good it has no right to be that good they've clearly touched it up um, it's basic but it's good yeah yeah like it just sure. it just feels really good like i'm popping heads mm-hmm. it just feels good man the controls are a bit wobbly like 
A is sprint. You know, we're back in the days where A was sprint. You know, that's how you know we're like going pre prehistoric. You know, like gears is still like now. There's like remapping and stuff for gears, and you can I, like I the last time I played it, I changed it so that the, the stick is sprint and A is some other shit. I can't remember, but um, yeah, A is sprint and it's like really wobbly, and you can only control it with the left stick. Like you can't turn with the right stick. It's very weird. But you so there is there's some... no option to to remap. No, there's like no, there's hardly what? any accessibility settings in in it uh, maybe there are more in two and three um i don't know but mostly really good mostly really positive experience so far i think i said to you i had it i had that weird bug which i'd heard about but just assumed it wouldn't affect me don't know why where the game crashes if you're using a wireless headset so i'm using the same headset but just plugging it into my like turning it off and just plugging it into my um controller and that seems to be working just fine um yeah yeah it's nice though yeah a lot of the stuff is really nicely like touched up like a lot of the character models look look really good actually um, and it's it's really i i really i love games that are like quite like a really creative in like uh, the environment or character design or concept or whatever and there was quite a few things that i've seen like in the first i'll probably play like the first five hours maybe and i'm like this is fucking this is cool man this yeah. is cool this is ahead of its time yeah, it's got um, a cool art style. It's very, very spacey. They, they, they definitely took that space vibe and just went with it. Yeah, you know, definitely. Like, we can do whatever we want. We can make these things look as ugly as we want or as pretty as we want. Yeah, um, and um, yeah. yeah, and the world building seems really cool so far. Like, like my, I think I, I've always said my favorite part of of games like this is world building, um, mm. and it's what what made something like Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, like such a treat for me even though the story was like yeah it was fine even though a you know Aloy as a protagonist she was, she was fine the world building yeah. was fucking sick like you know like how we got to like the point of machines walking around the world instead of actual animals things like that um, yeah good experience so far yeah I'm excited to keep playing um, yeah I'm having nice. a good time as someone who's never played it before I know there's a lot of people who are quite envious of, of my position um, who like yeah. really really adore the series um and that's kind of, you know, I say the same to people who have, like, never played Witcher 3 before, like, going in fresh. Even though I haven't played the whole series, I don't, I don't really feel like you need to. Um, I feel the same with, like, going into that fresh is, like, I'm quite envious of that position. So it's nice to be on the other side of that for once. Yeah. So does the, um... So it's just the trilogy. It's not uh, Andromeda. No, it's not Andromeda. Yeah, it's just a trilogy. And it's, um... It's weird, actually, because it, was... it just installs one by default. So I've only got the first one installed at the moment. But, but yeah. Okay, that's weird. And was uh was it a um full price or did you was it like thirty quid or something? It's full price, yeah. So one, so we get the yeah. EA Play discount because Games Pass is a, is a miracle. So it, it was yeah fifty three down from sixty, I think. Okay, ten percent. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's quite it's quite odd because obviously some some uh, companies that did the same thing like the Bioshock collection and stuff. They actually. I will correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they sold that at a reduced price. I'm pretty sure it was like thirty quid for the Bioshock remastered, or was it sixty? I for, I, for I like can't... other collection like game like remastered games. Yeah, yeah, for for like the re- mm. yeah, like the Bioshock collection remaster, which came with yeah. all three Bioshocks. I'm pretty sure that wasn't a full price. I'm pretty sure That's that was sold question. at like thirty. Yeah, I don't know. Um I'm not I don't see why uh, yeah, it like, been I'm only not, 30. I'm not absolutely certain, um, but I'm having a quick look, yeah. but I can't find yeah. any information on it. 
Um, it doesn't. Have yeah, I mean that, that's that's just my gut feeling because I did buy that and I could have sworn it wasn't like fifty five pounds or fifty quid or whatever it was. Mm. I could have sworn I bought it for like thirty five or something. Um, but yeah, I don't see why it would have been. Um, I mean, having said that, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I was going to say maybe more work went into like Mass Effect was more of a of an effort with the remaster. Potentially, yeah. But the first, like, I mean, I, I still I still think in terms of value, you know, the, the the length of the games, you know, they are good games as well. And if they've touched them up properly, I don't think there's anything wrong with spending fifty five pounds on three massive space RPGs. Like, um, right. you know, you're you're getting fantastic value for money, um, and they look as good as they ever have looked. So, um, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and no doubt that's um, tickling your Starfield uh, boner. It is. Well, they, I mean, this was like, to be fair, this was a bit of a reservation I had because I've been sitting on like so much sci-fi angst, <laughs> you know, and I was like, yeah, I do I really want to like, re- like, I'm a bit worried now that I'm going to be sci-fied out after this when I, I really don't want to be. Um, mm. So because I, I just feel like I haven't played a sci-fi game in fucking for like I can't even like maybe Destiny but it's not really the same like Destiny's yeah, kind guess, of like high fantasy sci-fi um, so I wouldn't really count that whereas that like, Mass Effect is high sci-fi and Starfield will likely be high sci-fi as well you know um, mm. you know in contrast to something like you know let's say Elder Scrolls which is high fantasy um, but yeah um yeah, just a quick Google says fifty nine ninety nine dollars. Um, I'm not going to click through them all, okay. but yeah, at the moment it seems to be like thirty quid. So yeah, maybe it's just something that you've seen recently from a retailer. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, or well, maybe I just caught it in like a flash sale or something. I don't know. Mm. It, either way, it, clearly my uh, my hunch was wrong. Did it include um, Infinite? It did not. I'm pretty sure it was just Bioshock one, two, and three. Bioshock 3. Was there a third? There wasn't a Bioshock <laughs> 3, was there? No, yeah. No, it, it, I think it was It was just Bioshock 1 and 2, I think. Um, let me have All a right. look. I just closed the tab, for God's sake. That's fine. Right, the collection, well. yeah. Oh, no, no, Infinite 2. Yeah, yeah I thought so I thought the, the three games. Bioshock Infinite in bracket, Bioshock 3. <laughs> yeah. You know, let's be honest. Best one in the okay. series. Don't stab me. <sighs> All right. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, so nice. that's that. I am um, playing Mass Effect, having a good time. Um, I'll get back to you in 2022 with a review. Um, Amazing. I'm sure people are waiting for a Mass Effect review in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we get yeah. the views. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I did want to just add, really, that I might be addicted. There's a, there's a possibility that I need some help. <laughs> I may be addicted to Microsoft Rewards um, in many ways, but one of them is is that it, I might be addicted to Microsoft Rewards, and it's just that I have this kind of like compulsion to like open it every single day. Um, but I've got to say, not mad, like not even mad. Like I, I'm currently sitting on like I'm just having a look now. I'm currently sitting on twenty seven thousand points, um, and I used to I used to do the thing where you go on Bing and because you do like. Um, 
not questionnaires what are they they're like activities so you get like a poll you know you pick your favorite thing out of a few there's like a set of questionnaires yeah and then there's something that you just look at and if you do all of them that counts as a, ch- a daily set done and if you do that a few days in a row you build up a streak um, and you get extra rewards for like the longer you keep it up and i used to do that but i was just finding that to be too much hassle however the one that's just baked into the xbox is probably the best one because it's literally just a lot of them is just to do with games so if, if you're like into that it's really like gratifying because if you just keep your eye on it usually like if there's a new game upcoming it's literally like activate your postcard and then if you're buying the upcoming game you just get like six thousand points for free um and you know just for like clarity just to like give you an idea like five thousand five hundred points is enough for a five pound gift card so a thousand points usually translates to for us a pound probably maybe a dollar oh 1,000 points is probably equivalent to a pound. So 6,000 would be about six pounds worth, which is why 5,500. Oh, I see. It gets me a five pound gift card. And um, yeah, you can do this thing where you can put it, that they've got this thing going at the moment, which always tickles my pickle. Um, they do it every now and then. They do like a, a month and they call it, so at the moment it's called the May Gamer Score Challenge. And it's literally just all of your gamer score in the month that they activate this converts to points just one-to-one which is really fucking cool because obviously i was like i'm gonna buy mass effect and i'm just gonna like get loads of achievements for it get my money back exactly yeah (laughs) and you can so you can you know you can get to max of ten thousand points and there's a subreddit for this called microsoft rewards where they just they're 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 like a level higher than if i'm like moderately suffering from microsoft reward addiction they're on the severe end of the scale um yeah (laughs) And like, like if somebody had already done the ten thousand points, and they'd listed like all the games that they did to get a thousand. They so they they maxed out ten one thousand game of score games. Um, there are quite a lot of games you could do that quite quickly, though. I know a lot of like the Telltale games. People would just be like, like speed run, let's go. Yeah, like the Wolf Among Us, and um, yeah, like I know like the Borderlands one, the Batman ones, all that. They're yeah. just like easy G, man. A lot of people just play those games just for the gamer score. Like they yeah, don't yeah, necessarily yeah. even enjoy their experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it is, man. It's just a bit. It's just. It's just very gratifying because, as I say, like everything you're doing is essentially turning back into money. And if, if you're just like diligent with checking it, like you don't even have, you don't have to go out your way. You just like do shit. Yeah. Like, like I said, they they do weekly sets. And again, like if you do the streak on this, they give you bonus shit. And this week it was literally check out mass effect so you just have to click the tile and it gives you one the next one is do a different search on bing uh for three different days so literally just search like the letter a like monday tuesday wednesday just done you know porn and then all that yeah then... <laughs> something else yeah um, um so if you're using the bing browser you'll you'll get that naturally and then the other one is get three achievements in the week and then that's it boom done 100 points and that counts as an a streak so anyway yeah but it's just um like i've been doing this a lot and so like there's a lot i've got on this week because i bought mass effect which was free money i'm doing their game of score challenge <laughs> um yeah. yeah it's just fun man i just i just wanted to plug it a bit because it's, it's a really good program i'm surprised i don't plug it more um i like i've got mine on like auto redeem which is a bit cheaper than if i was to do it manually so every month if i have enough points it automatically takes five five thousand five hundred points and gives me a gift card um rather than oh, the normal rather than the normal five eight fifty so it's a little bit cheaper but it just does so every month i just get like a free fiver put into my account um yeah nice yeah man yeah just want to plug it um yeah i mean i have to admit 
I uh, yeah, I haven't heard you talk about it that much. Um, and yeah, I mean, you're kind of selling it to me. Um, it's it's yeah, it's something I've never bothered checking out. I remember I I, I did it like a few like when season nine started on Apex because there was like a you get some money back if you buy some coins on Apex, and we wanted yeah, to get some right. of the new stuff. And I immediately clicked on the app, and I was like, "What's happening?" I was like, <laughs> there are t- there are tiles just everywhere. It's just, it, and you were just like, "Just take it easy, mate. Just find the Apex <laughs> Deep logo. Deep <laughs> just click." I did get a bit lost, and I was a bit overwhelmed. But um, I mean, it's it's one of those things where I think getting an achievement is satisfying in itself. And then, like every time you get an achievement, you're also just like. Oh, that's like that's 10p in the bank I yeah exactly yeah. As well. like, it is it is um, it just gives that uh, extra could, incentive yeah I could imagine it just making it just that bit more uh, satisfying so that's pretty cool yeah and of course actually I totally forgot about um, I mean for, for the rewards app you should li- literally just pin it like literally just pin it into your into your main pins bit cerebral <laughs> pin it straight into your eyes straight into your frontal lobe um <laughs> And uh, the other thing is the Game Pass rewards, which I totally forgot. That's the thing that they is also really good, which is part of that, but it's kind of a bit more hidden. And that bit is actually a bit confusing because it's like it's hard to access. It's not easy, but essentially they have like challenges within Games Pass, and you know it will be things like open up a Games Pass game, get an achievement on a Games Pass game, um, and then they have some specific rewards. You know, like for example, go on Skyrim and kill a kill a guard or whatever. Um, so some of them do require you to go out the way, but others don't. Um, but same sort of thing. It'll pop up and it will say rewards to hand in. You just do it and it will just convert it into, you know, 15, 20, 1500 points, whatever. Um, so doing those two things in tandem can be really cool. And I, what I found is that it's actually like sometimes driving my behavior to do things which I otherwise wouldn't have in a good way though. Mm. Like it, like sometimes I'll be like, it's like, oh, you know, try to get a, a games pass game that you haven't yet and i'll just be like okay fucking let's let's have a look like i'm in the mood to just piss around on something new for 20 minutes and i'll open up something like that, that happened with donut county and i was like what the fuck is yeah. this <laughs> what, what so i booted it up and i got i got you know it got me the the um the points or whatever so i did the first level because it gave me an achievement and i just kind of kept playing and i was like actually this is quite good <laughs> so um yeah. yeah it's just that sort of thing like i did i ended up finishing it because it was only like you know six hours long or whatever but if i had dropped it after the first hour and have had a good time with it like I wouldn't have been mad like it was still good yeah it's quite interesting how it changes your 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 behaviour your gamer behaviour gamer behaviour yeah yeah fucking cool man Um, and the last thing I just wanted to touch on was um, obviously we we will speak about this but in light of it being sort of the 20th anniversary um, celebration of of Xbox um, from now through to November um, they're, they're doing some stuff that you can order on the shop there's like some t-shirts, you know, pillows, a uh, hat, if you're a hat kind of person, um, and like a tumbler, so like, you know, like a coffee mug or whatever. That you, but with the coffee mug, you can get your, well, you can get whatever you want etched on it, engraved on it, but, it, you know, they, they say get your gamer tag on it. Um, so I ordered a shirt and a tumbler, and the, the shirt is going to be here quite soon, actually, <laughs> but the, um, the the cup really will be a bit longer. Normally those... Yeah. Normally those things take ages. I know, but well, order it was, like, t-shirts from there. Yeah, we, it was international shipping as well, so I'm really confused. And then they messaged me like, "Yeah, it'll be here any day." And I ordered it for home, for like for Birmingham, where I'm moving. Um, yeah. And it was like they were like, "Oh, it'll be there Monday," and I was like, "No, I won't be there yet." <laughs> so I like, I'm like, just delay it. <laughs> delay. Um, 
Yeah, I just I just went on the app and fucking delayed it. But yeah, um, did you did you get the uh, the Halo one or did you get the Xbox twentieth edition? Yeah, did I got the, the, 20, the twenty twenty shirt. Yeah, the green one. I I, I think I, I I think if I were to get one, which I probably will, I I quite like the that gold Halo one. I, I considered it. Cool. Yeah, it was quite cool. Um, well, like, the thing is, I I was going back and forth because I I really wanted one to replace my um. You know the one we got a Eurogamer years ago, the Xbox shirt, the Xbox One one. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. That I've I've still obviously still got that when I wear it every now and then, a sort of like a pajama shirt or whatever. But yeah, um, it's yeah. like got holes in it and everything now, so like I need a new one. So I just wanted one that looked kind of similar to that. Um, huh. So yeah, I, I ended up going with the green one, but yeah, the the, the Halo one looks cool as well. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It, it's definitely um, yeah. I'll probably get the Halo one, and I'll definitely get the. Uh, the tumbler because i'm always drinking tea and coffee when i'm playing uh is it like a so is it literally just like is it like thermal in any way or is it just like a straight up like yeah i'm pretty sure it's it's a metal one so i'm pretty sure it is thermal um yeah it's got like a lid on it it's pretty cool yeah um although i will say there seemed to be quite a tight character limit on what you want to get edged on it i i don't think you'll be able to get your full gamer tag on it well surely they would have made it the character limit for an xbox live game i know attack. i know because yeah. i think it's I like 15 cause... characters isn't it because I... my name is yeah because i put i think it's 14 anyway it doesn't matter i i put my i put mine in and it was saying zero characters left mine is quite short mine is eight no yeah eight no nine e. <laughs> Space. Yeah, uh, nine. yeah, nine. Yeah. It's nine. It's nine. You <laughs> <laughs> went silent. They just were figuring it out. Mm. Uh, Still having nice. my coffee. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so you might have to like condense it down to whatever you want yours to be, and that goes oh. for the listeners as well. Um, oh, well so, might, so just, I guess it's because it's a cup, so that they can't. I, I guess they can't go around the whole thing. I, I don't know. It's a bit. It's a bit lame, though. It's a bit lame. But I mean, you don't have to put a gamer tag on it. You can put whatever you want on it. Put the word fuck on it. Yeah. (laughs) For the nerd. Yeah. I I mean, it'd be pretty annoying to abbreviate my game. At at that point, I wouldn't wouldn't bother. I'd probably just put my real name. I'd probably just put Tim. Tim's mug. Stay away. (laughs) It's way longer than my actual gamer tag. Just have a look. Yeah, have a look. I might. Yeah, I'll I'll see if I can. Yeah, see what you can wangle. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, in light of that, um, that's obviously a bit of news that I, that we're going to sort of come on to and talk about a little bit. But as we say, you know, it's um, Xbox put out a big um, sort of blog post, you know, celebrating not only the launch of the first Xbox um, in two thousand and one, which was November fifteenth, and the launch of Halo alongside of it as well. Um, so they they're sort of you know putting up saying it's a sort of celebration from now through to then and so as part of that i kind of wanted to just be a bit bit nostalgic maybe a bit soppy and just ask the question of like what what would you say is like your favorite or maybe a couple of your favorite xbox memories um between like well yes i mean since we've been xbox gamers really you know um does anything sort of spring to mind i mean it's quite a tough one um because there are so many games and so many like errors i've enjoyed on xbox in its time yeah. it's been around um obviously we came in around the the 360 time um but yeah i mean i'd, I'd probably say something like you know just like some halo 3 
memories you know just mm. sort of messing around and custom games you know like playing fat kid with like 10 of our mates in a yeah, in custom yeah, yeah. games that sort of thing um you know those were some of the best memories i've had or i'd probably say like yeah maybe like the borderlands 2 launch window something like that mm. like that that was a yeah, huge like that's by far one of my favorite all-time games. That, that game was nearly perfect in my eyes borderlands 2 yeah um yeah. it was it was an absolute masterpiece uh and we just blitzed the hell out of it uh and then of recent memory sort of i mean we're going from like old to medium to more yeah. recent i mean it has to be monster hunter world is my most recent like yeah, yeah, yeah. when when that finally came to home console went to xbox and we like we our favorite gaming franchise right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you just came over and we just huddled up in my room and for like the weekend and it was disgusting we like calculated the hours we worked on it <laughs> and it was literally just it was like it was like seven hours a day we weren't wasn't playtime um <laughs> over, over three days so yeah. and that was solely just just food break and just yeah. sleeping and the rest it just of it sustenance. was playtime yeah and we hated each other by the end of that weekend <laughs> well, that's, we were just I think, so sick of each other that's the weekend where like that became a thing didn't it but like that was never the case but we were like so intensely like playing together after that after an amount of time together now we're like i fucking hate you <laughs> just felt your eyes staring at my rewards every single quarter. oh yeah that's right yeah well but um, you did always get the yeah like that that has to be yeah that that's one of my all-time favorite games and yeah just finally having that come to that sort of um you know our home console and stuff like that and getting to play that together yeah um but yeah i mean right right off the top of my head probably those sort of yeah like the halo 3 custom games times borderlands 2 binging uh and then yeah monsanto world is a yeah. more recent one but um yeah what about you I mean, it, it is quite cute that all of the ones you mentioned are the ones that we've had, we've done together. <laughs> oh, they're all co-op, yeah. They're yeah, all, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely a multiplayer century gamer. I'm not yeah. about hopping on a single player game. Um, I've I've always preferred playing with friends and having a co-op RPG over a single player RPG, and yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, yeah, all my favourite memories are are with playing games with mates and yeah they've all been with you so yeah absolutely absolutely i mean you're not you're gonna find be me. With me as well <laughs> you yeah, know i'm just gonna be like i actually really liked playing um playing skyrim by myself or by myself <laughs> not with anyone else um i mean there were definitely like and the thing is we even played skyrim together so that's <laughs> i can't we even did. say that yeah um, yeah i definitely have some landmarks so like um oh yeah obviously halo like i was introduced to xbox through you really when when you got an xbox in the first place um and yeah like that that sort of xbox live like playing online against other people and it just it just kind of working and speaking to other people and like, that was crazy <laughs> to me um yeah and obviously like when i got my own xbox and we started playing custom games yeah yeah definitely that's probably like one of my earliest memories of like what got me into sort of the ecosystem and like that idea of kind of social gaming um we used to play like cod 4 together a lot didn't we as well uh, oh, before yeah. I got my Xbox, you know, I'd come over to yours and then we played World at War and whatever. Um, yeah, then through to probably, yeah, you're probably right, Borderlands 2 is the next big thing. Um, and we, we, I mean, we, we were buzzing for that after 
after Borderlands 1 and I literally took a gap year to play Borderlands 2. It's sort of a joke, <laughs> but not really. But sort of. Oh, it was so good. It was <laughs> and it, a masterpiece. And I remember that was the yeah. first game I got um, like like a full like uh, like premium edition for. Um, you know, I got oh, like the yeah. Marcus the Marcus bobblehead um, and everything. And I've still I've still got it somewhere. Um, when his yeah. head just kind of wobbles around. Um, yeah, so there was that, and then probably moving more, more again, sort of in the in like in the moderate range in terms of time it's probably something like destiny you know um a lot of the mates we have now um, that's very we true. made playing destiny doing raids you know like those were so unique mm. they still are you know it's still the best thing that bungie does you know bar none it's, it's kind of their raids and and they are really good at making social experiences um oh yeah so like definitely sort of destiny one even destiny two to a lesser degree but Destiny 1 is where we like sort of made a lot of friends, a lot of the friends that we still speak to to this day, you know, seven, eight years on, you know, yeah. we're going to have, we're going to be meeting up with these people this year for E3 kind of thing, you know, and we did the same last year. So, you know, these are like friends that we kind of made for life that we made um, through Destiny. So that's definitely a big milestone for me. Um, yeah, that's very true. Yeah. And I guess there are some other sort of like, there are some single player like hitters that I would put in there that I have like really like, fond like strong emotional memories of things like um obviously like skyrim was one of them like we i know we played that together a lot and when i say together you know i mean in the same room we would, we would just play it together yeah. um, i've spoken about it on the show before how, how i think skyrim is a special game because it kind of opened my eyes to like the possibility of like kind of these open world games and how that kind of feeling of kind of going on an adventure and exploring that you can't get anywhere else um mm. Uh, probably Dark Souls 2 as well uh, probably The Witcher 3 probably Red Dead Redemption 2 to be honest as well because it's still one of the best stories that's, I think that's, that's ever been told <laughs> like in, in across the, the many mediums it's one of to me it was one of the most powerful um, stories that I've um, been part of so those are yeah mm. those are probably some of them Monster Hunter World obviously I'm trying to think of something more recent oh and, and to be fair I don't think either of, either of us can deny the effect of smite <laughs> on us like oh god we, we played smite religiously from like when it came to xbox one on 20 and 2014 to probably 2017 maybe 2018 like three or four years solidly and it was probably our first gateway into playing games competitively like i'd say so, smite yeah smite came out around the same time as destiny obviously there was trials of osiris i think that came a bit down the road maybe i can't remember yeah, trials but, of osiris definitely wasn't there for launch yeah. But Smite was the first thing that we started doing, like, like properly competitively. Um, mm -hmm. you know, Dare we so... drop our game times? <laughs> I yeah, well, we're, yeah, we're up. I think we're both in the triple figures, aren't we? We're both on like a hundred yeah. days or something like that. I think I'm like a hundred and twenty days. <laughs> yeah, I think you're like hundred and twenty days, and it's a game we haven't played for like two years now or something, you know. Yeah. Um, and every now and again, you know, if, if somebody's playing it, I might hop in and just do something. But I think we're kind of past it. But it was. I can't deny that it was like a huge part of like. You know, like we would probably wouldn't be as invested in Apex, like the competitive scene, or like ranked or whatever, if like we hadn't done that. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Yeah, there's there's a few massive hard hitters in there that I that you mentioned that obviously I completely forgot. I mean, most of our gaming experiences would actually be very similar because we have literally just shared an entire Xbox like journey together, basically. Um, 
playing games together even when they weren't co-op we said we sat in the same room playing skyrim and it's yeah. like what quest are you doing you're like, i'm collecting nern roots i'm like i'm killing someone <laughs> oh don't you know, fucking it's just bring like... up nern roots yeah <laughs> um so yeah a, a, a lot of them are going to be quite similar but yeah the, the the destiny one definitely i feel kind of bad not mentioning that because yeah some of our best mates um that we talk to on a daily basis um and we we, we met them doing an lfg <laughs> to, yeah, uh, playing right. Vault, Vault of Glass, and yeah, we were yeah. just like, these kids, uh, you know, they they got a very similar uh, like right. energy to us, yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, and we still, yeah, we've we've met up with them so many times, you know, we go out drinking with them, and um, yeah, we're we're meeting up again in literally just a, a couple weeks um, and stuff like that. It's just, yeah, a hundred percent, you know, that's created friendships that will. Uh, yeah probably last a lifetime so yeah right and yeah it's, it's just it's just kind of that so like obviously like the takeaway from like both of us really is like it's, it's definitely like those those social gaming experiences um like are pretty mm. big i think another one i just thought of maybe to a lesser degree with the other ones but it's worth mentioning as well is like i remember us playing like fable quite a lot as well like co-op when that came out um yeah which is why like i'm always yearning for another co-op rpg but they never come um <laughs> but yeah um, but then obviously like you know recently is things like um, apex is, is going to be a bit of a landmark as well um, yes yeah apex is huge yeah and oh man that was great so, yeah that was great I'm, I'm trying to think if there was any because the thing is i feel bad because there are like smaller games that i've definitely played that that maybe yeah, like I'm, Ori, I'm, I'm not remembering yeah like, like yeah right like will of the wisps is like amazing it's so good and i've definitely like, always remember that yeah, Cuphead, we played that together, obviously. Um, yeah. And the Outer Wilds had, like, a really profound impact on me. Um, mm. It's... There's nothing like it. Uh, yeah, so things like that. So I feel bad that there are some smaller games. I mean, there'll be time to revisit this in other episodes. But, um, oh, yeah, mate. there are definitely games like that. The uh, Battle Block Theatre have to be one as well. Oh, Battle Castle Crashes, yeah. Battle Block Theatre, Castle, Castle Crashes. Crashes. Oh, yeah, the, the God, Behemoth, man. Such big, yeah. They're big such, they're such, the they're such, yeah, such good developers. Yeah, we, oh, we, we, yeah. we, we smashed out Castle Crashes back in the old uh, summer oh, of arcade God. days. God, I've completed that game so many times. <laughs> so good, game. though. It must be like 20, 30 times I've done that game. It's so good. Like, it's, it's mental. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, just taking a nostalgia trip and realising so many games that have impacted us in so many ways um it's pretty crazy i mean there's a reason why it's pretty much my number one hobby um you know yeah i do i do love it to death um yeah it's great yeah awesome yeah no it's it's nice to sort of go down and sort of think about what what's what you, it's, easy, it's easy to forget isn't it um yeah <laughs> like what you've done before and what's kind of impacted you and what hasn't but yeah, i mean definitely. yeah cool um as i say this is something that i'm sure we'll retouch further down the line but like is there anything else you wanted to go over before before we move on uh no no let's get into the boring stuff oh, now. Uh, now yeah. we're not in nostalgia yeah no it's fine yeah cool. I'm, I'm all wrapped up so i i wanted to like obviously like with with the more official news of um with that xbox sort of anniversary um being this year uh, they sort of said that the celebration starts today this was last week and goes through to november 15th um and if it's not obvious to anyone else, November fifteenth is going to be the launch of Halo Infinite. <laughs> oh yeah, 
yeah. I would put a, I would put a moderate amount of money on that being the actual date. I'd put a large sum of money on it being that week. <laughs> oh yeah, a hundred. Yeah, I I would put. Yeah, that's a bet I would take as well. Yeah, it's just they they, especially with all like the 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 merch and you know the the, the anniversaries very much tying in together. It just yeah, it just makes sense. Um, and it's a really cool thing to do as well. Like, I think that's a really cool release date. It's not, it's not just like, oh, it's release it near Christmas so we can get the kids sales. They're, yeah, exactly. They've actually like got meaning behind it, and you know they're they're trying to, um, you know, tickle people's pickles with it. Yeah, so, right. And it's it's just not um, it's not like the stars don't align like that very often, do they? For a Tiger 20th no. anniversary, for your console, for the brand, for the IP of Halo, like there's no way you don't skimp on that opportunity. Yeah. Like, you skimp on that opportunity, um, and there's you know, and they're just even... going to take a poop on it. Yeah, right. Uh, and, you or know, even worse, with... Halo. <laughs> even with like the mixed reception, shall we call it, of the showcase last time, there's still generally there's still been a lot of positivity around Infinite. Like, generally, like, people are like, eh, you know, graphically, a bit underwhelming, whatever. Um, but generally, people are still looking forward to it. Like, uh, the sentiment I get online is that people are still looking forward to the game, to the story, to the gameplay, um, to the multiplayer, which we haven't even seen, you know, Forge that we haven't even seen, all of this. Um, and they're just going to keep building on that with, you know, bits and bobs of nostalgia um, and other stuff as well. So, it's... Um, it's all looking it's all looking like that's going to line up as the soft launch at the very least um for 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 infinite yeah yeah i think so um yeah 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 100% um yeah i think my headset disconnected for like 5 seconds i just want to double check i still sound fine yeah 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 you sound you sound fine i did see cool. that yeah no it was fine cool cool cool, um, cool cool so there was also some art that they posted on twitter as well um it's Lovely worth having a look art. Yeah, if you want to go on the Xbox official Twitter for the listeners um, and have a little look, there's sort of this side-by-side of old Chief and the newly designed Chief. Um, and I've got to say, newly designed Chief is looking pretty banging. Um, yeah, and... he's, he's he's taller. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's grown, man. <laughs> he's he's taller and a bit thicker, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's been benching while he's been uh, up, in, up in space. The helmet looks way cooler. Yeah, the helmet looks great. The helmet looks weird on old Chief. It's like yeah. it's like going back. It's like going backwards. Yeah, it looks like he's got like fucking kyphosis. His his yeah. spine is backwards or something. Yeah. Um, and there was like the one thing I wanted to point out is that if you look just under New Chief's gun, the barrel of his gun, there's some dude with glowing eyes, <laughs> and we haven't seen him before. Um, oh yeah. And that's um, you know, I, I'm not the only one to have noticed this, obviously, and so people have thought, oh, that's a Promethean. Um, so. That's kind of. I mean, we don't know. There's this. There's too much to go by. Obviously, people didn't really like Prometheans in four and five. Uh, but if they are bringing them back in, it, in, it will be heavily redesigned, and that looks like mm. it's carrying over from from the very little in, uh, artistic information that we have there. It looks like it's carrying over some of the design language of the um, Prometheans from four and five. But overall, it looks kind of different. And we know a lot of yeah. the focus is going to be on the banished and the, the brutes and stuff. So we'll see. But. I mean, yeah. it's a bit of an indication that there, there's going to be um, maybe a Promethean some, presence. Yeah, some Promethean presence. Which I, I always liked conceptually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like the designs of uh, the Prometheans in 4 and 5. 
I thought I thought they were pretty cool, and I I, I love the weapons as well, and like uh, the the effects the, the the weapons had all like the explosion effects, and everyone like disintegrating into like ash and stuff like that. Yeah, the, oh, the weapons were damn. really fucking yeah. cool. Yeah, I don't think anybody um, minded the like the design of the weapons or the design of the Prometheans. It was more like the the combat design. Yeah, they were just bullet spongy. And they weren't the responsive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So swiftly moving on then um there was a bethesda survey this week asking if you like creating spaceships now i'm scratching my head thinking i don't know what this could be for i don't know what this is about new fable maybe (laughs) maybe even though it's a fable crossover of the century bro. yeah i have yeah. no idea must be skyrim dlc it yeah it must something. be yeah it's probably fallout fallout 77 yeah. so obviously uh we're talking about starfield well like, yeah they i mean it's got to be sort of some some sort of prep for starfield uh but i mean which seems a bit weird because starfield's got to be quite far along but i guess it's you know it's just data and data is data so um maybe it's talking about thinking about dlc stuff who knows um yeah and there was more sort of Starfield gossip, which I just wanted to touch on. So let me just skim through it, um, and then you can give me give me sort of your thoughts um, on what to think. So, um, from an insider on Reset Error, uh, Starfield will be there, or rather, quote, Starfield will be there uh, at E3. Sounds to be more focused on space exploration rather than being an epic sci-fi saga. Think more No Man's Sky and Outer Wilds. Not the Obsidian one. <laughs> Outer Wilds and Outer Worlds. Um, rather than Mass Effect. Um, this is based on the little info that I was sent, so this could be a bit off base. We'll see soon. End quote. Um, so, and this is really interesting because, I mean, you know, this is based off, obviously, one insider sort of information. Um, but however, most Bethesda game studios are like this. Fallout and Skyrim are not, like, epic sagas, are they? They are, like, exploration-driven games the main story is kind of the side piece. Like, you know, think about Skyrim. You can blast through the main story in three hours and be done with it. Mm. I don't consider them to be... Whatever you whatever you consider to be a, a genre epic, I don't think of Bethesda Game Studios as being that type of game. I, they're all... For me, they're exploration-driven games. Um, Whereas something like Mass uh, Effect is story-driven. Witcher is story-driven, you know? I don't know. I actually kind of disagree. Um, I feel like Skyrim is very... Like, like you said, it has the main quest line, but like, even when you go off and you explore and stuff like that, it's it's a completely different type of exploration to something like No Man's Sky and Outer Worlds. Like, the exploration leads to side story-driven missions and stuff like that. It's still story. It's just being tell, told from, you know... A different a different point of view or someone else's quest or something like that it's not no man's sky is like i know you just explore and you find a new type of mineral where skyrim you explore and you find someone that gives you a quest that you find their lost child and oh my god the child got eaten by a bear and then the bear <laughs> had mutated mushrooms and now it wants to yeah. kill you yeah but like, those quests those quests aren't epic like scale quests are they i guess no, I, I I guess not, but they're very. I it's it's a completely different type of exploration to No Man's Sky. I I would say Skyrim and Fallout are 
I, in are some ways, I think they are much more storytelling and shouldn't yeah. be compared to No Man's Sky really in mo- any way. I think um, in terms of in terms of like yeah, there's more more of an emphasis on like side quests and dialogue maybe, but like in mm. the sense of like. The, those games try to drag you to different places based on like points of interest based on um like general intrigue that's something that no man's sky does as well so does outer what so does outer was and so i would say so does skyrim you know like you see a to uh, like a totem in the distance you go, what fuck's that it's like breath of the wild breath yeah. of the wild is like really like the most distilled version of that that there is there's like it's such a game which is like there's hardly any dialogue but you see a house in the distance you know like, what the fuck's that and you go there and you know yeah. you get a Korok seed or whatever. Um, and I feel like Skyrim is the same as that. It like drives you to go different places. However, there's dialogue there because they're like, they, that's... Bethesda Game Studios are some of the best in the industry at creating either environmental storytelling or side quest storytelling, you know? Mm. Um, and I just think that's their way of getting you to explore. You know, whereas in like No Man's Sky, it's literally go there to collect. Like your incentive is go there to collect minerals or find something that's kind of fucking wacky. Um, yeah, but I still feel like they're very like point of interest driven exploration. You know, which I'm trying to I'm trying to like. It's not the same as like an you know like a linear single player game. You know, something like God of War or Red Dead or Witcher. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you explore those games for different reasons. I just I don't feel like they're those are quite the same. You could maybe no. put them on like a on a continuum, couldn't you? Where it's like if No Man's Sky and like Breath of the Wild and Outer Wilds are like fully at one end of like exploration driven games, and something like um, let's say I don't know what's coming to mind, like Gears of War is like a linear single player game, and then you, in the middle you've maybe got something like Skyrim, something like Fallout, where it's yeah. somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I would agree um, with that. Yeah. Um... Yeah, they're, they're just different types of, of, of exploration. At the end of the day, they are both exploration, sure. Um, but I, I don't know, when I kind of read this, and I don't know, I was, was low-key a little bit disappointed, to be honest. Um, I When they started saying that Starfield would be a bit more No Man's Sky and stuff like that, I was I was a little bit more disappointed. To, you know, I would have rather seen it. As a as a bit more Mass Effecty and a bit more Skyrimy and a bit more you know that sort of thing because I mean I wasn't obviously I'm just doing a direct comparison right now but I wasn't a huge fan of No Man's Sky um, and I feel like that whole just like I know driving around and collecting stuff and building a base and like upgrading your ship and stuff like that that's great but I don't know I'd rather have a bit more narrative to my game and a bit more. Um, yeah, just a bit more going on. But. Which, like, there will be, and like, this is what I mean. I don't, I don't think we should get confused and think that this is going to be No Man's Sky. 2. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you I'm know, just doing it on a direct comparison based on like a half a paragraph that someone if, wrote, of course. Yeah, but yeah, if we think of like what Bethesda Game Studios, like, this is, I don't, what when I'm thinking of this, maybe I'm being overly optimistic, but I don't think I am. I'm just doing this based on this information, like fused with BGS's track record it's going to be something like No Man's Sky and Outer Wilds in a sci-fi setting fused with something like Skyrim or something like Fallout in the sense that everything is handcrafted. Let's remember that. No No Man's Sky is procedural. Everything is handcrafted. You know, hundreds of probably planets that you you fly to each one. 
on all of them there's going to be like different side quests you know um like equipment um upgrade your equipment that kind of shit um and there's obviously going to be like an overarching main quest uh, as well so i i when i think of this i just think that it's it means that there's going to be a heavier emphasis on actually exploring space rather than being taken you know it's like because i'm thinking of like mass effect in the moment right like it's cool you go to different planets but i'm not exploring them yeah you know there's no like sense of actual exploration there like i mean there is a bit in like narratively because like i'm going to planets i haven't been before but i'm not like i don't have the agency to decide what i want to do next you know um Mm -hmm. so that's that's what i'm taking from that that it's it's just going to give you that that control really yeah yeah if if it's a best of both scenario that's fantastic um yeah i just hope they don't just treat it as yeah like a, a more of an explorer game and you know they they really dumb down the, the the combat mechanics and stuff like that which bethesda let's be honest are not fantastic at at the best of times combat um so if they like dumb that down even more and focus more on exploration and stuff you know, I, I still think it'll be a great game, but it's just not quite what I've envisioned. But you know, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, but regardless, it sounds it sounds great. And if it's a best of both scenario as you described, then yeah, sign me up. That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds great. It reminds me a bit of um, Elite Dangerous. Um, yeah, I was going to make that comparison. As and well. it's like, yeah. if I think about Elite Dangerous. I've always loved the idea of it, but you know it has a bit of a reputation for being like really inaccessible because the controls are ridiculous and it's it's like a sim, you know, that's like a sim game. And yeah, so it's hardcore. I, yeah. yeah, I imagine Elite Dangerous scaled back to something more accessible with more RPG elements um and more of a narrative driven experience. Um that sounds like really, really exciting to me because i like i've seen on youtube like some of the stuff that can happen in elite dangerous and it's like wild like it's so cool like Mm. you know you're just flying from solar system to solar system and like you'll come across like a fleet of fucking like intergalactic uh, like aliens do you know what i mean and like that sort of stuff is so exciting i i think it is anyway um so that but less of the hardcore simmy stuff <laughs> and more of the bethesda yeah. game studios like like i said environmental storytelling and all of this like can you imagine because like, this is one of the things that outer wilds is really good even though there was only like between seven and nine planets can't remember exactly maybe it's like seven and and some of these planets looked bonkers like can you imagine just like flying through and seeing like a planet f- from outer space and it looks weird like it either looks scorched or it's full of craters or like there's like it's all ocean and you'd be like you'd be like i'm gonna go and have a fucking look at that or there's like yeah. loads of tornadoes on it um and you that's the sort of thing that i mean like you're gonna be driven to be like that looks interesting <laughs> uh yeah so you'll go and have a look like loads of mountains or yeah so yeah whatever but that's um that's yeah that. um and this was according to the to the use uh to the his, his username was his or her username is point so i just want to give credit where it's due um and so there has been some follow-up in, t- in terms of i mean everybody should have should have known this by now i don't know why it's sort of been discussed jeff grubb has said that he that starfield is exclusive to xbox and pc period um, he went back and checked his source um, after there was a bit of doubt thrown around i think by some of the ign members on one of their recent podcasts um but it's it's you know it's all but confirmed and jeff grubb has a really really solid track record um i mean this is this is expected 
out of like the two upcoming Bethesda games being Starfield and Wolfenstein 3, Starfield was the one that's likely to be exclusive. I mean, I think they plan on making every game exclusive, but I can see a case for Wolfenstein 3 where they're like, uh, we'll have a year exclusivity on Xbox, but it's maybe a bit cancer to take away the final of a trilogy and put it yeah. exclusively on Xbox. I mean, maybe they will. I mean, if it was Sony, that's what they would do as well. If it was Nintendo, <laughs> that's what they would do as well. But Xbox have a slightly different approach and they've got, they're, they're fighting that uphill PR battle still. So I can see the case for that. But mm-hmm. yeah, any thoughts on that sort of exclusivity at all? Um, you know, no, not n- not particularly. Like we all knew, Starfield was exclusive. I mean, whether or not it was a hundred percent confirmed or not, uh, it is now, and it was pretty obvious. Like you said, that was going to be the case. Um, and yeah, I I I kind of agree. If if Wolfenstein three, yeah, that that would be the one that was timed, if anything. Um, yeah, I think you pretty much just hit the nail right on the head. To be brutally honest, yeah, and I mean Phil, you know Phil pretty much all out said it on the on the rep, Bethesda roundtable that they had months ago, where he said like these games are going to be going to platforms where games passes. Yeah, it's so, essentially yeah. yeah, it's essentially that yeah. Um, and Grub also said that he now thinks that uh, Starfield is going to be 2022 launch. Um, so there's still a lot of okay. mixed signals around this but I mean this we, we've said this on the show for the last few weeks we wouldn't be surprised to see Halo to allow for Xbox to allow Halo to be the black hole sized you know yeah. uh, take the 2021 spotlight entry that it is yeah and just suck all the air out of the room for the for the back end of, of holiday 21 and then have you know Starfield swinging in January February like wow you know, that's a huge huge one-two punch if they um mm-hmm. if they come in successfully but i mean it shouldn't be understated as well how how big that grab is for xbox you know if people are only just coming to terms with the fact that starfield is going to be exclusive this, you know when they start putting trailers up for the casual audience you know which like we said last week they've bought ad time for starfield from the makers of elder scrolls skyrim from the makers of fallout 3 and fallout 4 comes starfield you know like that resonates with people your casual yeah. game is going to be like, I fucking, I played Skyrim. You know, these guys have made, yeah. I, I think people forget this. These guys have made some of the biggest cultural milestones in games in the last 20 years. <laughs> and this is their oh, next yeah. IP. They haven't made a new IP in over 20 years. So like, this is it's when the time, deal. and I understand that it's kind of a bit quiet at the moment because we literally haven't seen gameplay. Um, so it makes sense. But like, game's going to be huge, man. Um, and that leads me on to my next part of the screenshots. Um, oh, there has been a couple of screenshots um, which have shown some stuff. I mean, more than yeah. what we've had before. Um, there's for the listener, um, there the guy who's leaking who, who has leaked them is is called Skullsy on Twitter, um, and there's been some of it's been like concept art. There has been some like asset packs as well. That's um, and one of the bigger ones has shown like a character model in third person it seems to be sort of I guess, a snap from gameplay um looking at a wall <laughs> with like hard elements um and the dude's got a gun there's a health bar there's a stamina bar there seems to be like a grenade indicator so i mean this is to be honest that's indicating more combat to me already than i thought there would be yeah i'm game. glad i'm not i'm glad i'm not seeing any fucking like water or like hydration or Oh, like hell, yeah, I know. my god if i saw it or like a hunger bar i'd be like cancel starfield that's it. <laughs> yeah. cancel culture begin yeah 
they're um, hard to get right on they survival mechanics um it's just fucking annoying dude yeah they i just be. i just don't like them um but i mean and so this is like i'm just basing this off the off the screenshot that i'm looking at which seems to be legit um mm-hmm. that looks really good doesn't it yeah, like graphically that looks, that looks really good and this is a screenshot from 2018 from a 2018 build yeah, yeah it looks really nice a bit gray um, but it looks nice yeah um and we you know as i say we don't know if starfield is going to be current gen exclusive or cross gen i can't see it personally being um current gen exclusive like just on series x and s and pc the only bit of evidence i would say against that is that when they first started speaking about um starfield and todd was saying oh you know this is my dream game i've been thinking about this for for decades and decades he said at the time this is a next gen game mm. but i don't know do we I uh doubt it do we know if it's um gonna be like fallout like where you you can be in third or first person or do we do we know if it's gonna be locked we don't know over the but shoulder we we don't know but you know it's just one of those things based on the track record probably it, both. It, both probably both and this screenshot is in third person which yeah uh this team has never made a third person only game so yeah yeah it'll probably be both you're right and generally they show it off in first person because their third person animations are fine not, <laughs> yeah they're not the best they're okay um so yeah we'll uh, love a bit of skyrim jumping oh they're so good jumping up the rocks oh <laughs> uh, yeah 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 um and so the same guy as well, just before we move on from Skyrim, also said that Starfield will have factions. One called Ooh. the Space Nation Alliance and the other called the Black Fleet. And he just said, Space I'll leave cowboy. you with that. Yeah, I don't know why I put a, a cowboy emoji there. <laughs> but I, I mean, there will be Space Cowboy Alliance. Oh, I'm sure. Let's, let's be honest. Some kind of outlaw fucking Well, that's spaces. what that sounds like. The Black Fleet. What, the Black Fleet. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of sounds like pirate, space pirates, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't surprise me. Again, like, this is quite in line with what Bethesda game studios do in their games. Mm-hmm. Big games, lots of different factions. You know, it reminds me of, um, what were they called in in Skyrim? Um, not the Empire. What were they fucking called? You know, you could either be, like, the Rebels or the... Um, oh, yeah, what was it? Uh, or side with the... I don't uh, know. You, you know what I mean, though. Yeah, I always Storm, remember the one from... Storm. Oh, Storm. Oh, my God, yeah, it is. Storm... Troopers! No, Stormfronts? Storm... Yeah, something like that. Stormbreakers. Stormbreakers. Maybe? I think it's Stormbreakers. Yes, or I'll the, agree uh, with you. you or sound the confident. guys in the red armour. They had, like, red armour, didn't they? <laughs> Imperials. Imperials. Imperials! Imperials and Stormbreakers? Yeah, yeah, let's go with that. And yeah, then, yeah, cool. I remember the, the DLC it was, like, you could side with the Vampires or the Dawn Guard, which were, like, the faction. Exactly, and yeah, and they like doing like this that. sort of stuff, yeah, and it's not many... And this is... I, I know I keep saying this, but it does surprise me every time that a lot of games don't copy what Bethesda Game Studios do, and I don't know why, because it's such a good formula in just terms of, like, having that open world, having factions. Maybe it's just because it is genuinely... It just takes a lot of work to, like, like flesh out all these factions and, and have, you know, their own story, and, you know, then you get your own gameplay, like, sort of enhancement and reward from it. Yeah, I don't know. 
why why were we thinking about like the imperial stormbreak like obviously that's like the main story element but yeah there was all the other ones like thieves guild and yeah of course dark brotherhood well i just i sort of stuff. i all i meant is because the other these ones are like diametrically opposed like uh, you know they're like they're like two ends of the same spectrum whereas like yeah. you know like thieves guild you know warriors whatever it was mages guild like they're kind of like all over the place whereas these two yeah. just i think the, this guy mentioned these two in specific because they're like two ends of the two sides of the same coin sort of thing yeah um one's the law one's the outlaw sort of thing but yeah um, but it, it definitely like you said it is a great formula because it just inspires your your player base to at least have more than one playthrough right like because you're mm-hmm. going to want to do it from both sides of the coin um even if the differences aren't that you know like crazy people will still do it just for those small differences i know yeah. i did i know i played skyrim and went with the stormbreakers or went with the imperials i know Whoa. i did a thieves guild i know i did yeah. a dark brotherhood you know like i made characters for all these sort of things um and it just creates so much more game time and so much more uh choice for the for the player so yeah and they're not even like i you know like yeah i agree but like they're not even um small changes though are they you know for a lot of them i think bethesda are really good yeah. at working in like meaningful gameplay enhancements like when you get to the end of like them i can't remember exactly what happens but when you get to the end of like the made the mages guild you know you get like a, a different skill tree unlock you get different weapons and spells and same with the dark brotherhood same with these yada 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 you know yeah, what i mean yeah. but it's i think they're, they're good at working those sort of enhancements into those sorts of factions and that's quite exciting rewards, to me rewards yeah yeah rewards the player cool so yeah i mean that's that's starfield for today um i did it at the beginning for all of you you're welcome um so i won't be blowing an air horn later in the episode (laughs) um but that's that okay so um we we have spoken about this i think we spoke about this maybe really early on maybe in like episode two or three um but there, there has been like a supposed idea of of arcane working on a on a new and an unannounced new ip featuring vampires does this ring any bells with you i, I feel like we have spoken about this before i think we did yeah it's, it's ringing some very distant bells in my brain yeah okay and um supposedly um again this is according according to sort of some insiders um this is the same team who is making this game this is the same team responsible for prey and dishonored one um if you don't know arcane has two studios one in austin usa uh, and one in uh leon in in france so they both worked on dishonored one then they went their separate ways and leon did dishonored two uh and austin worked on prey um arcane leon yeah. is currently on death loop um okay but uh so oh, Arcane Austin have been working on something since Prey, which was when was that? Twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah, late late twenty seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, I just googled twenty eighteen. Sort of Such an idiot. <laughs> Such a dumbass. Um, yeah. So twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Yeah, right. So they've been developing yeah. this game for come twenty twenty two. This will be their fifth year. So this game, if this is real, I mean, this makes sense. It's been in the oven a while. Yeah, it's right. It's it's going to be ready to go, and allegedly it's targeting spring twenty twenty two. The project uh, name is Omen, um, and as I say, it's it's like a it will be an arcane type game uh, around vampires, uh, which is I haven't seen a vampire game in 
bloody ages. I mean, what was that? Since there was one vampire. It was literally just called Vampire. It was an RPG, wasn't it? Va- is it was it that one? Yeah, Blo- uh, yeah. It was, Blood. You played a vampire in in, in an RPG. Maybe that. It was yeah, okay. maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, is that the one that was fairly recent? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was fairly recent. It was in like the last few years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like yeah, there was maybe but, another one. Potentially, but um, yeah, you're right. There isn't much going on around that um, that sort of area. Um, like that interesting though. That right. sort of stuff. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and I mean, what what studio to be making a game like that? Like that's that's incredible. Oh yeah, that's that's exciting. You know, yeah. If they can make a game like Prey. Um, you know, where essentially you're you're still fighting the supernatural, you're fighting aliens and stuff like that. If they can just like do a sim- similar formula and swap it out for vampires as your enemy, or I don't know if you play as a vampire. I don't know. Obviously, it's, do. no one knows. Imagine if you like fucking it. Van Helsing, dude. Yeah, it'd be that'd be great. Like, it'd be super super cool. Um, yeah, I'm completely on board with that. Like. I do really like this studio. I know they're like you; they're like your favourites. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, I do very much like them as well. And hell yeah, I'd like to see any game from them. Um, yeah, to be brutally honest. And this is kind of like when we said, um, well, rather when we go do go on to speak about E3. I bet, I bet Xbox is like breathing a huge sigh of relief that they have Bethesda now because. With something like this, again, Starfield, again, Wolfenstein 3, these are, like, going to be three huge games that are going to pad out, twenty like, the fairly empty back 2021 and 2022, you know, while the other stuff it cooks in the oven. Um, and this is something which nobody has seen. Like, this has a chance to be, like, a real, a big sort of bomb drop, you know, at, at E3, if they do decide to go oh, with this year. Um, you know, out of nowhere, boom, here's gameplay, out May 2022, you know, who knows. Um, but, yeah. So I'm yeah, excited. I'm just, Hopefully, I'm just, sort of, that. I'm just sort of thinking at all like the powers you had in like Dishonored and like how they could translate that, and you just be like really fucking cool vampire yeah. boy. You've got like a blood um, bar that you need to keep up. Ew, you either kind of you either actually, kill people. But... No, no, but like imagine because they like doing that. They like it's either lethal or non-lethal, but in this case, it's like blood or kill. <laughs> and I think this is because yeah. one of the criticisms that that people always had of Dishonored that at least I did is. They fixed it quite a lot in Dishonored 2, actually, and Death of the Outsider, but is that non-lethal playthroughs were way less fun. Yeah. Um, like, you can obviously oh, play how you want to play, but it's less engaging because, like, you've got to go behind someone, you've got to choke them out, put them down, hide the body somewhere, yeah. And it's like, whereas I could just stab them in the neck and, and I'd fucking blink away <laughs> into the, into the yeah. shadows. And that was way more fun. Um, I always remember that time where you, you did, like, a... You were doing, like, a lethal playthrough, and I remember you, like... Um, you were like at the top of like a massive staircase and you like stabbed someone in the back of the neck and then <laughs> threw his body down the stairs, yeah. like down the spiral bit. And all yeah. you heard was like the maids and the servants just screaming at the bottom. <laughs> you were just like sprinting off. <laughs> yeah. Imagine how scary that would be. Yeah. It's the body falling in front of you and then all you hear is like yeah. running towards you. Yeah, come here. I'm going to fucking stab you. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's so much more fun doing it lethal. 100. Um, it's funny that you mentioned that actually because I just I remembered that I was I've just been bouncing in and out of uh, Dishonored Def- Definitive Edition as well, um, and I hit that level and I had the exact same memory. Like I was at the exact same <laughs> stairs, and I was like, oh, I fucking remember this. We laughed at this. Um, yeah. 
yeah yeah it's funny man um so yeah so like i reckon that would be a good approach to that kind of like to balance out the not lethal versus non-lethal it's like you either just kill or you like um do a lethal but take blood maybe that's a little bit slower and the blood like charges up powers i don't know i love thinking about things that maybe are real or maybe not who knows um but this is cool shit you know um arcane are really really talented um and we could see this next month which is really exciting very exciting yeah. um the coalition uh, put out an official blog post um this week saying that they're officially moving to next gen development they're moving to unreal engine 5 uh and to quote um so open quote as we look to future games we're excited to start shifting our resources to next gen development using unreal engine 5 gears of war has always been at the front of unreal engine development as a breakout 720p title for the xbox 360 through last year through to last year's 120 frames per second multiplayer update for xbox series x and s and we're excited to continue that tradition by developing on uh, unreal engine 5 for multiple new projects multiple new projects yo Oh my god, so many new Gears games coming. <laughs> <laughs> they don't yeah. make anything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mandalorian when? Never apparently. Um, yeah, that's obviously like crazy exciting. Um, I, I can't even... Unreal Engine 5 must look so sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It must look uh, just unreal. Uh, it's not even out yet, is it? It's coming out like towards no. the later end of this year. I think. Yeah, we look. I think we looked at it um, last episode, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, uh, I think it was like October, if I remember correctly, October yeah. this year. Um, but yeah, mate, that's that's insane. Like, oh, yeah, Unreal Engine Five is going to look insane. And they've, um, they, they, I mean, they went on the record and said, you know, this is obviously a big undertaking. So we want to be clear that we're not announcing anything for some time. Oh um, yeah, it's going to take so long to sort of get used to this new new engine and build for the ground up all these games. Um, but yeah, which I'm I sure think... you'll be able to reuse a lot of assets because you know I'm sure there'll be yeah. compatibility moving from you know four to five. It'd be a bit weird if there wasn't. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's so this is like I don't think anybody's complaining about that. I think everybody feels that Gears need some breathing time. Um, yeah. However. Uh, Jeff Grubb said on um, a podcast, on, on Colt Eastwood's podcast, he's another Xbox um, sort of YouTuber, podcaster, um, and he said that they're working on a smaller side project to get used to Unreal Engine 5. Um, so they're working on something new, um, which is maybe a double A size project, um, as the, you know, which it sounds like it was something that they plan to sort of produce and release. So um, this is good. You know, they I think they need to start sort of branching out into some other stuff and it makes, you know, it sounds like a good time to do that, doesn't it? You know, as they get used to it, just experiment with something with something new. And then obviously then yeah. they also have the time to breathe on gears. And by the time that rolls around, it will look um, like it came from God himself. <laughs> yeah. We've created new life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, mate. Yeah. Gears six or whichever one they decide to do next whether they choose to throw out another one or not um i'm running that on unreal engine 5 will look amazing i mean gears 5 looks so sick yeah it looked amazing um and yeah it's very it's very exciting yeah absolutely absolutely good for them good for them so i think they probably need a bit of breathing time as well because they i mean they're still supporting gears 5 so um we'll, we'll see as things go forward yeah. In terms of the E3 um, 
in terms of the E3 event coming up next month, um, there has been some speculation about how they should handle that, and we've spoken about it before on the show. Um, but it seems now um, a lot. A few insiders have been saying, particularly again, Jeff Grubb has been saying that they're going to be mostly sharing an E3 show now. There was kind of this idea that beforehand it would be this is Xbox, this is Bethesda. And there's just kind of that implicit recognition that Bethesda is part of Xbox. But now it's seeming that there's going to be kind of... They're all going to be under the Xbox umbrella. They were always going to be one after the other. But now that this is going to be kind of a... They're going to be introduced as being under the same Xbox umbrella. Which I think they they definitely should do. They need to start getting that brand connection. Like people... Your casual gamer will not understand this for a while. Unless you're really, really clear about it. You know, you've put up a couple of trailers. That's fine. People will still probably watch those trailers and not really get, you know, what's a Bethesda? You know, it's a place in the USA. I don't know. So, yeah. Yeah, so they're like, this just needs to be super, super clear. Um, yeah, you've really got to drive it home and make it obvious. And, yeah. And as well, um, sort of touching on E3, this was quite recent uh, from the Xbox Era podcast uh, that just happened the other day. Um Nick, the insider there, special special Nick. <laughs> that's, his, that's his username. It was Special Ed. Um, uh, our friend from across the pond in Australia um, has said that we should maybe temper expectations for E3 and I want to scream. Come on. Temper our expectations. So, you... <laughs> so, you're, you're still good. You're so up and down on E3. It's unreal. Yeah. Um, um, so, so uh, I mean, the reason the reason he the reason that he said this is because yeah, one of his sources has said to him that um, a game that he was expecting to see has been pulled, Boom. and he's been matching up like his lists of what he has, um, what he's expecting in the show based on what his sources have told him with other insiders, and some of it's not matching up. So some of them are hearing the same things. You know, if it's corroborated, that sounds kind of right. But if there's anything which he's heard, which other people haven't heard, then that starts to be a bit of a question mark. Um, mm. But he knows, for, he's not sure about that, but he's for sure that something that he was expecting to see um, has been pulled. And <sighs> uh, Because the thing is, I think I, I think if this wasn't a COVID year, this would be it. This would be the bomb drop E3. This would be the E3 of the decade. It would be, you know, equivalent to Sony's 2016. Like, you know, Sony had this, like, legendary showcase in 2016, you know, where they they showed, they revealed God of War with gameplay. They re-revealed Horizon Zero Dawn with gameplay. They showed Days Gone, not with gameplay. Spider-Man with some gameplay. Death Stranding. Um, Detroit Become Human re-reveal you know all of these games all exclusives no dates were given for any of them but a lot of it was gameplay and a lot you know like over half of them were like new game reveals some of them were new IPs so like and that's just sort of like kind of the the bar Um, yeah it's the bar to beat exactly and so I don't think and you you can't do that every year obviously because stuff needs to cook but (laughs) stuff has been cooking and that's why I'm kind of like, I just want to see like a real drop that kind of really turns public opinion. Um, mm-hmm. And and that's what I mean. It's like, because it's COVID year, I think maybe we need to accept, <laughs> we, I need to accept that um, <laughs> uh, some stuff 
still is going to be delayed like stuff that would have otherwise maybe been ready to show is going to have to be pulled to next year and like the only thing that's is there anything that's coming to mind for you when we say something that we would be expecting to see like what would you be expecting to see maybe just two or three ones that you think um i don't really know to be honest i mean obviously we're going to be seeing halo you know i was expecting i mean define expecting to see like gameplay or just like a trailer or like just a bit well i mean obviously you can't you can't speculate on stuff that we don't know about but like in terms of seeing something again that we've already seen i mean i guess like i would have liked to i probably wouldn't have seen gameplay but i would have liked to have seen more on um avowed Mm -hmm. but i don't i didn't i don't think that was going to happen anyway um uh i don't really know to be honest so i'm trying to think of some other ones yeah so the thing is i, I think a lot of people have been umming and ahhing on avowed even though it's been in development for 2018 um you know we only heard about it for the first time last year it got revealed yeah. last year so like not a huge surprise if we don't see it again yeah. things that i would have expected you know we obviously we wouldn't be expecting fable um, no. We only just got an official confirmation last year. Again, even though again been in development for 2018, but this is the playground team who are now adapting their driving team into an RPG. You know, so like of course they're going to need longer. That makes sense. Um, yeah, that's a while off. Yeah. And adapting their engine to an RPG. So yeah, they're going to take longer. Perfect Dark wouldn't expect to see. What I would have expected to see is Hellblade 2, which we've now known about since Video Game Awards in 2019. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Everwild that we've known about from XO nineteen. I wouldn't expect to see Everwild. But we've yeah. seen, we've had two CGI trailers for Everwild now. Mm. At this point, I feel like if they were going to show it off again, there's got to be gameplay ready. Like even if it's like a vertical slice, I mean, I just you know I, whatever it is, I just feel like yeah. they can't show us three CGI trailers. <laughs> like what is that game? Like you know everybody is like. Yeah. The trailers are really, really good, and they, obviously the art style has got everyone excited, like the concept, but we still don't know what it is, so gameplays... So Hellblade 2 and Everwild are the two games that I would say I would, I'm expect, I would have been expecting to see that we know of. Obviously, Halo Infinite is a lock. Starfield is yeah. a lock with gameplay. Those two are pretty much confirmed. Those are the two... Those are the only two, and maybe Psychonauts 2, are the only two or three that I can, with 100% confidence, say they'll be there with gameplay. <laughs> Yeah, there could have been a chance for like State of K three maybe, but again, we only heard that quite That's a bit last out, year. Yeah, yeah. they they said last, last year. year they're in they're in early pre production, so that's that's not till like twenty four or twenty five. Yeah. That's that's miles out. Um, um, what else? I'm just trying to think back a little bit. Something hype worthy that we were expecting to see, but not. Um, oh, I'm drawing a blank. But yeah, yeah. Your big Regardless. four from last year. Your big four were Hellblade, Everwild, Avowed, uh, and I always do this. I always forget the last one. What? Oh, did you say you literally just said it, didn't you? <laughs> Hellblade, Fable, Avowed. I played Fable, Avowed, Everwild. Yeah, those four. Um, those were like the big four from last year. Two are further out than 
than the other ones, supposedly. Like, uh, basically, for me, it's just Hellblade 2. I'm really expecting to see Hellblade 2. I was really surprised we didn't see much of it last year. You know, we literally just had a dev update and they just said, oh, we're doing it in Iceland. Cheers. Um, but, like, you know, we heard about it in 2019 and I just would have been like, I would have been like, surely there's got to be some. I know they're wanting to do the game in Unreal Engine 5 and that's the only thing I can think of that's maybe really keeping them back because if they're like doing a lot of the game development now maybe they don't want to show it off until they've got it Trent moved over to Unreal 5 so this again this might be a VGA thing exo 2021 end of the year so it's a bit disappointing but Mm. yeah we'll see yeah I mean regardless anything being pulled um, is disappointing (laughs) especially if it it was something obviously that we've we've heard about for a while um and we're expecting to see yeah it's 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 pretty lame having something pulled but um, i mean as i say you know put, if we sort of compare what we do know compared to like like i described that sony sort of gold standard e3 um which you know to, to note again sony haven't had any another e3 like that before and they had never had anything like that pride that was a real outlier it's just it was just an insane showing um they're really good at getting like vertical slices ready whether or not the devs like that you know they usually have some gameplay to show quite early on xbox don't tend to do that um so even if we have like i said infinite starfield as a gameplay locked that's pretty big assuming they both go down well um Psychonauts 2 is somewhat multi-platform. It's not coming to PS5. It is coming to Series X and S. That will still be exciting, whatever. Not a massive deal for most people. Um, Potentially, we're looking at Forza Horizon. Um, Fairly exciting for most people. Not super hype levels through the roof for most people, again. Not like Halo and Starfield. But still, it's going to look good and it'll be a good graphical showcase. We're possibly looking at Project Omen again like we just said from arcane and we're maybe looking at that project typhoon that we spoke about in the last few episodes that's been teased that sort of multiplayer game that might could be anything we're still yeah. looking at that's still a really good showing like if there's six shot solid showings with gameplay that's still really good i just want to be clear like that's still really really strong that's still probably xbox's strongest showing since like the 360 days um yeah absolutely yeah but it's just um it's just a shame to hear that maybe some things are being pulled that, that maybe we would have expected to see. But, I mean, no biggie. I'm, I'm sure it will still be good. Um, and hopefully the whole conference doesn't leak <laughs> prior to the prior to the show because that, that always seems to happen to Xbox. That would suck, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'd be happy with a decent showing of, of Infinite Starfield. And yeah, like you said, potentially this... Um, yeah this uh game from arcane which has been in the oven for five years and they might just be like boom you know um i'd be extremely happy with that and then you know there's always some some pretty cool stuff alongside it that you're never really expecting but you know even if it's just three pretty hard hitters you know these are all games i'm looking forward to so yeah and we'll hear about yeah we'll hear about the, the other one i just wanted to drop its name because we, I, I didn't mention it but it we haven't heard about it since last year from that um when when dusk falls is that what it's called when dusk falls um, uh, it rings a bell yeah, yeah so from something that, like that yeah it's from that french studio um what they called interior nights and it was um the, the art style was like all hand drawn it was just like a narrative kind mm-hmm. of thing um 
but I'm sure we'll hear about that again. But yeah, that it's um, again for most people that's not going to be huge. It's still obviously cool, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's um, that's our E3 thing for today. Um, hmm. Okay, so uh, in terms of just a couple of things here, I just wanted to sort of um, put it out there. Um, Minecraft Hidden Depths, uh, Minecraft Dungeons, sorry, um, Hidden Depths DLC is coming out May 26th. Um, I don't know if you saw any screenshots for it, but it looks really cool. Yeah, on your birthday, um, it looked it looked really interesting. Whenever I look at it, I go, I'm like, they did a really good job of adapting this game to like a, a Diablo, um, yeah, sort of game. It was it, looked, it was good fun. It looks um, the part. The time we played it, yeah, um, yeah, cool. um, and the Crossfire team do you remember crossfire we'll probably see that again e3 yeah Yeah, the crossfire team has uh, is finishing up the single player portion for crossfire x and crossfire hd Uh, according to a financial report from remedy for those who don't know uh, remedy is the team who makes control for makes who makes quantum break alan wake that all that good stuff um they're doing crossfire is like a really popular shooter like military shooter in korea and remedy are making a single player portion for that to come I think exclusively to Xbox or maybe on a timed exclusive basis. Um, and what we saw last year actually looked really good. I played the multiplayer beta for it sometime last year and it was not good. So that I'm not interested in yeah. that, but the single player part of it from Remedy will probably be quite good. Um, it's kind of like a yeah. poor man's Counter-Strike, isn't it? Crossfire. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. And then it was weird because they made like an updated mode where like, like it's like the classical crossfire is like like you say yeah, it's kind of like no sprint um no aim down sights but they also made an updated mode where there's it's essentially just cod with better graphics and <laughs> but controls like shit um yeah so yeah well um i'm sure remedy will knock the single player bit out of the park so they usually do um cool. and psychonauts 2 has been rated um woohoo woohoo yeah it's been rated as a um well yeah for 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 um, age ratings is what I'm trying to say um, and as I touched on like a couple of minutes ago this is confirmation that the game isn't coming to PS5 it's coming to PS4 because it was obviously the game started as a crowdfunder and the promise at the time was that the game would be coming to PC uh, OS, Linux and Xbox One and PS4 there was no like anything in that promise about coming to series x and ps5 at the time but since double fine have been picked up by xbox they've invested you know we know that lots of stuff has been put back into the game which they otherwise wouldn't have been able to do like bosses they've they've said this the game wasn't gonna have bosses before but now it now it does um so the game isn't natively coming to ps5 you'll be able to play it through their janky backwards compatibility but it'll be going to the one then the series x and s natively Mm. um which is nice it's very nice um, what I did think was interesting was the sort of like addition that this uh like how this continues the conversation around exclusivity. I mean, are you are you of the opinion that all Bethesda games will be exclusive from this point onwards? Um not necessarily. I mean yes and no. I think um I I wasn't under the impression that everything would be. I thought maybe stuff that's been in the oven a while or has been you know pretty much at the end of development still might um find its way onto other platforms whether it's through timed exclusivity or not 
um but then past those uh, yeah i yeah under the impression obviously everything would be exclusive um but no not not necessarily Mm. so like does does the fact that we've kind of had a bit of a confirmation that starfield is going to be exclusive has that impacted your your thoughts on that at all it has yeah um it has a, a little bit yeah i mean starfield was yeah i mean to be honest i did expect starfield to be exclusive um because it's a new so, ip yeah 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 that's kind but of something... like yeah stuff that's like wolfenstein 3 and stuff like that you know i did Elder Scrolls. i'd be quite yeah and eso uh, i'd be quite surprised if those were just like straight up exclusives i feel like i feel like i mean do you feel like elder scrolls 6 will eventually reach playstation no. in any way or or not i mean it, i th- I think wolfenstein 3 might but i think elder scrolls 6 obviously because it's not a continuation on anything it's its own standalone game it's just an excellent series that will probably be exclusive but i think yeah like you say continuations uh, i think xbox might uh, just be like yeah you guys can have it but just later sort of thing mm. so i mean i think this is interesting because Yeah, I, I the only one I can make the case for is Wolfenstein Three because it, I mean it depends if it's a combination of like it's quite far along, and also it's the last in a trilogy. Yeah, that's the only. Whereas something like Elder Scrolls is a is a rolling franchise. Yeah, you know, and it's still a while out. Elder Scrolls. I I don't see that making it. So I think that's going to be exclusive to Xbox and PC. I don't see that. Mm-hmm going anywhere else I, I also reckon it will be current gen exclusive so um the thought makes gives me heart palpitations but um <laughs> i think and the problem is like if they do allow wolfenstein 3 to go onto other platforms it sets the it sets a precedent of like oh well maybe we'll release some of these games on other consoles which i just don't think they want hanging over their head yeah. so at the same time i just feel like it's, it's just, better it's, just... it's it's better for all of us to just rip the bandage off and just be like, sorry, yeah. this is all locked down now. Um, just sever those ties and confirm to all the end users and everyone that strictly everything Bethesda is now Xbox. Exactly. And it just helps with the messaging. And it's like, you know, let's, we've said this before, but, you know, let's not forget that that Xbox exclusivity is actually very, very liberal and uh gracious <laughs> you can play x cloud like you can as long as you have an xbox account you can literally log onto your phone and play these games there or through your laptop you know you have to have it you have to have game pass ultimate but that's preferable to buying a 500 pound machine 300 pound 400 pound machine you know so or you can play on pc if you own it there so you know it's not like this is totally inaccessible for you and sony yeah. are going this way as well you know they've they've recently had their own people have found a playstation page added to steam so like they they're, they're going to that's it's obvious that PlayStation are going to go in this direction as well of putting stuff on PC um because yeah. it's it's leaving money on the table but um what I think to sort of tie it back to sort of Psychonauts 2 I think that this kind of indicates to us that they're not interested in developing for PS5 even if it's for good PR. I know this game was only promised to be um on Xbox 1 um and I know that there are compatibility difficulties with ps4 to ps5 but i feel like it it almost feels a little bit petty to to be like 
we're not going to bother bringing this game to PS5. I know it's not. I know it's not because they own it. Like, you know, they own Double Fine now. But this is a game that has been like promised to be multi-platform for years now. And at some point they've just said, don't bother. Stop with the PlayStation development. Once you've done PS4, just stop there. You know, we'll do an Xbox Series X and S version. So do you know what I mean? It just kind of gives us a bit of an indication yeah. about how they're feeling about exclusivity at this point. And for them to be like, don't bother making a native PS5 one. You know, even though it's not like the... It can't be that much effort, you know. Yeah. It gives, I think it gives us an idea of where their head's at, of like, if this game's not coming to PS5, other ones aren't. <laughs> but those <laughs> games yeah. aren't. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to sort of tie that into that conversation around exclusivity. Do you have any other thoughts about it? No, no, yeah. I think, you. yeah, you made a very valid point where if they're, if they're pulling this kind of stuff with, with the likes of yeah psychonauts 2 it's it's pretty likely they're they're just gonna do the same for everything going forward yeah you know bar maybe wolfenstein 3 yeah Uh, that's that's the only edge case i can see uh, an argument being made for but yeah because i i do yeah i do think that's a bit i feel i'd feel pretty bad being uh an xbox owner and just being like yeah you wanted to finish this trilogy nah like you can finish it on PC or our platform, and, you know. I, I yeah, it's but I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see how toxic mm. Philly is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I do feel like they need to start getting aggressive. So I, 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 I ultimately feel like it's the right play. But yeah, yeah as you We're say, too it much dep- the nice guy. Yeah, it, it depends. It depends on how. Yeah, it depends where they're at with it. Um. Okay. This week we also had a um a dashboard uh, a ui update as well have you have you got the update for this um i don't think so no do you have to man uh, do you have to manually do it or do you have to be inside i did some kind of i did do it manually but um it i mean it's out like the update's out it's not an insider one it's like it's out to everyone so maybe your xbox just hasn't done it yet um yeah but the, I mean, the improvements are that there's a couple of new uh, dynamic backgrounds. We spoke about this last week. Um, there's a, like a moats one with a sort of like specs flying around. It looks really good. I've got, I've got it on yeah. at the moment. It's just by far my favorite one. Um, and they also added like an OG Xbox one, um, sort of, you know, for, as part of the 2020 celebration, uh, sort of 20th anniversary. Um, yeah. You know, it's that big green glob that kind of floats around in the middle of the screen from like the original okay. Xbox. Yeah. Um, but the biggest feature... Um, is is quick resume improvements they've kind of made the whole process a little bit smoother a bit more consistent and they've also added um a pin bar so you can see what that you can see the cache of quick resume I've, I've got it right now um you can see what's currently in that quick resume hold which is nice yeah yeah which is great you know we we, we said it always needed that um you should have more visibility on whether or not you can uh qu- uh quick resume and you know that might sway your opinion on whether or not you want to quickly hop onto something while someone's gone to dinner or something like that. Exactly. You know? um, because yeah, I was never sure. Sometimes I booted up Assassin's Creed Valhalla and I was like, "What? Oh, I'm in!" Yeah. And sometimes I was literally just like waiting like a couple minutes um, from from the launch tile. But yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, we we've always said it needed that. That's that's awesome. The done out of backgrounds and everything like that is obviously sweet. Like, I'm always up having more than those. We talked about how we want game themed ones. I'd love for um for Halo Infinite to have one or something like that. That'd be really really cool. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah uh yeah i don't think i have the update but yeah maybe after this i'll go on and just manually can you literally just manually select from the settings yeah that's right yeah hardware and then yeah home console oh yeah yeah my console or whatever it is there yeah updates and then my console. it's like 300 megabytes it's it's not big it'll done in moments but yeah Cool, cool, cool. Um, and I did want to touch on as well because they they mention in this blog post that Smart Glass. Do you remember Smart Glass? That's yeah. retiring in June. So as of June, that app will be gone. Um, yeah. I don't even know. I never really knew what Smart Glass was. <laughs> I don't know why they called it that. It's just a fucking stupid Microsoft naming conventions again. Like yeah, not making I, sense. I I never fully understood what it was. I I, yeah. I really didn't. If it you was ask like, me now, I, I I couldn't tell you. It was it was like a companion app. It was like it was like a native Xbox companion app that some developers that could the... develop for alongside games. Yeah, um, was that the thing with say like, like Division was trying to sell it? And yeah, stuff like that. and they were like, oh, I'm just hopping on. Oh, I'm on lunch. Break. And he was a drone. Like, yeah, he was like a drone. Yeah. yeah, and his boss was like, get back to work. <laughs> yeah, and he's like. <laughs> I'm having a shit! And he's just driving around. <laughs> it's your third shit today! <laughs> Leave me alone! Yeah, exactly. So it's that smart ass, yeah. Um, it's so, it's, um, it's, it's going away. And it's just kind of funny. It's just kind of that zeitgeist of like, in that 2000, like, it, I mean, it was early 8th gen, like PS4 and Xbox One, like all the consoles kind of had this thing of like companion apps and thinking that this was going to be the next big thing. And even when I was going on, um, fable anniversary there's like a pop-up at the beginning saying like oh use our xbox smart glass app i can't remember what it's for maybe so you can see the map or whatever alongside um and i remember i used to play plants vs zombies with uh, my partner um and she would i would open it up on the tablet and she would like see the whole battlefield and see where everybody was and she could like drop in either like cherry bombs or like sunflowers to heal up people um yeah and it was like kind of, you know, it's that same sort of vein of like what Fable Legends was trying to retrieve, like asynchronous, not asynchronous, um, asymmetric multiplayer, you know, like someone. Yeah, it's just funny to think about like there were, there was a time where games were really trying to do that of like having this companion app so that you could, it's accessible. But now we've kind of moved away from that. And it's like, instead of doing something which is asymmetrical to what everyone else is doing in that game just play the whole game from your tablet or your phone you know it's just like xcloud you know it's just 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 literally just access it on your phone and play there <laughs> it's just funny yeah i mean the idea itself is just garbage like it just it it's just a bit weird work it? yeah. it's just like i i would never be playing plants vs zombies and have my tablet next to me and be like i should have dropped a cherry bomb here i'd be like yeah. no, i need to, i need <laughs> this to is focus fun on the game i'm playing the game it's almost like it's made for people who are just backseat game and, I don't know, hit, fucking do something. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. Like, be useful. Like your stupid little brother, yeah. It's just like, oh, you want to play, do you? Here you go. Yeah. Um, like, give me a sunflower. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very, very weird idea. Like, cool in theory, but sucks in practice. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, so... We've got a few more stuff to go over. I want to be aware because we need to wrap up before the two-hour mark. Otherwise, my software shits the bed. Um, so um, we'll try and get... two hours. Jesus. Yeah. Oh fuck! Actually, can you just take the lead on the next one? I just need to plug my um, uh, my my Mac in. It's getting low on battery. It's it's. it's oh my here. god! Well, this is you can do it, man. You can do it. This is a lot of pressure. Just speak about okay. it, man. Just speak. Well, I haven't about even it. I haven't even read it though. Well, read it for the first time now. You'll be all right. Okay. Uh, an Xbox EZ executive teases a new, <laughs> a new IP 
for Games Pass that will blow your mind. Apparently, uh, Xbox's head of gaming, Ben Decker, has hyped a new unannounced game that's currently in the works uh, at one of Microsoft's many studios uh, at an interview with someone at Games Radar. Um, so that's that's pretty cool. That's that's pretty cool. A new unannounced game is in the works. That's fantastic. Um, and apparently, yeah. with E3 just around the corner, uh, there might be like a kind of like a stealth reveal with it. Um, that's what people are thinking. A nice little bomb drop. Yeah, I mean, um, it's um, it's it could be one of the ones we've already heard about, but I just wanted to mention it because um, I mean, I don't know who this guy is, Ben Deck. We've never heard from him before. Um, yeah. But it, I mean, he's one of the XX or ESX, as you say, um, and <laughs> he um, this yeah, like I said, this he could be talking about like Omen or the Project Typhoon, yeah. something that we already know of, but isn't hasn't been revealed officially yet, so we don't really know. But I just wanted to drop it in there because it just it just like further like corroborates the idea that there is new like unannounced stuff like uh, that we'll see probably E3. Yeah. I mean, there's just there's so many studios under Microsoft's umbrella at the moment. Yeah, uh, it's 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 impossible to speculate, but um, obviously, whatever it is, you know, if he's thinking um, it might get revealed at E3, um, you know, it's pretty far along. Um, right. So it kind of makes sense that it it might be that arcane one. That'd be cool. Um, and I mean, speaking of which, you know, like you said, lots of things in the oven at the moment at Xbox. Um, is in exile. Do you remember in exile? But you forgot all about them. Um, in exile. Yeah. yeah, that's one of um, obviously uh, Xbox's first party studios after they were acquired in 2018. Makers of Wasteland, those guys. Um, oh yeah. Led by Brian Fargo. Um, so he, um, or rather, they, in response to an Xbox tweet that was put up, they kind of did this fun thing where you know you. It's it's kind of is like a slot machine. I like what game you should play next, and it gives you three different categories, um, you know, like FPS or RPG or third person shooter or puzzle get you know things like that, and it, it sort of tells you. Mm. Um, and NXile, the Twitter account, um, replied to that and said, "Pulled new plus FPS plus RPG." Um, I mean, it just seems to be a little a fun little tease. I mean, we know they're working on a on an FPS RPG. Uh, in XR, we know that that's the case um so it just kind of again kind of corroborates it um supposedly it's going to be like a steampunk first person shooter rpg um but mm. we know they're quite early on i don't think we see anything about their game until like 2020 i mean they obviously they just wrapped up with wasteland so um mm. they're probably still maybe they move they've moved into development maybe they're past production but i don't think we see anything from them till sort of 2023 2024 um but yeah, I just wanted to drop it because it's, again, it's sometimes because there are so many games being worked on Xbox, it's easy to forget about even like big studios like Yannixile are quite big and, you know, they, their last game was, you know, like a high 80s <laughs> Metacritic game. So it's yeah. just easy to forget about um, studios like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cool. Um, as well, in other news, uh, Xbox recently partnered um, with Timmy Studios. It's my studio. That's your studio. I can't believe you. Well done, man. Congratulations. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. I didn't um, really want to brag about it. <laughs> well, I mean, as you know, uh, Timmy Studios is kind of a studio uh, that have focused on, on mobile games. They helped Activision bring Call of Duty Mobile um, or, or made Call of Duty Mobile a thing. And obviously that's a game which has had tremendous success. It, it, it feels like some of these 
bigger games are starting to find their feet on mobile. I mean, obviously, it's not something I will ever care about. Um, but, like, I can see what... Like, they formed a strategic partnership with Xbox Game Studios. We don't know what that means. It could just be something to aid in their, like, xCloud pursuits. Um, we don't really know. But, um, you know, it just gives you an idea, again, of, like, Xbox are still committing to this idea of doing something with the mobile industry. Um Accessibility, you know, they 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 were all about that. So, any thoughts? Um, yeah, it's cool. Um, and I mean, like you said, they're primarily like a mobile sort of um, studio and stuff like that. I wonder if that will have sort of any impact on how um, Xbox is sort of working with, um, you know, playing stuff on your phone. What's it called? xCloud. xCloud, stuff like yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, exactly, so and that's what I think I'm sure. Is. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be working and, and helping with that um, primarily. Yeah. Um, probably, yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe there is, maybe they have something in the works that they want to have, like, a native mobile version of, who knows? I mean, that, that wouldn't particularly surprise me because... They, you know, Phil has said multiple times that xCloud is there as an option. It's never going to be the same as playing something natively. No. So maybe yeah. there is kind of this idea that with maybe some of our games we can actually get them running natively on mobile with 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 a studio who has experience doing this. Um, so yeah, yeah. Phones are little powerhouses these days. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? I, you know, not I think to mention it all just runs on servers anyway. But yeah, 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 exactly. So I mean, we'll see. I mean, a lot of I mean, having said that, like a lot of games don't a lot of games on Switch are streamed. This is this is my understanding. I've I've heard this that a lot of like bigger titles that can't actually natively run on Switch are streamed, mm-hmm. but they're done so well that you can't really tell. Something like Doom, it's just an example that comes to mind, um, yeah. or at least part of it is, or something. I I don't know the exact in and out of it, so that that kind of does make me second guess the idea of how streaming could kind of fit into all of this. But yeah, I think certain assets are streamed in and stuff like that um, mm. onto a base hardware. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we'll see how it turns out. But it was um, obviously worth mentioning. Um, I could see something like um, I've added a note here. Um, how like they might might want to bring like Halo multiplayer, which they're obviously making as a separate package to mobile. Like I could easily see that becoming a thing. Like Halo Infinite yeah. mobile, boom, done. Like same, you carry you transfer your character over. You matched only against mobile players, um, and you can just kind of pick up your account and play if, if you want. Um, yeah, like I could see that being a thing quite easily. I, yeah, so could I. Yeah. Speaking of accessibility, um, there were some recent uh, Xbox Insider updates about. Um, let me give you the exact title: introducing party party chat speech transcription and synthesis. The idea basically being that uh, your microphone picks up what you're saying uh, and transcribes it and puts it on the screen as text. I mean, this is speech to text. It's not. Um, yeah. But this is done at system level now. This will be done by. Um, you know, on on the Xbox level, um, so you can go into parties with people, uh, maybe someone who is hard of hearing, um, whatever it is, and it will convert to to a uh, sort of text on the screen. Yeah, which is great. Which is great. Yeah, I use this quite a lot at work when I'm in meetings. Instead of taking like notes, uh, like meeting notes and stuff like that, it just transcribes the entire meeting for me, and then I just click download. Yeah. Um, and it has like speaker one or speaker two or you know if you have it synced with your 
as your ad or anything like that um yeah. but yeah yeah i i use this at work sometimes and yeah it's pretty cool it's I, nice. I mean so, xbox are really at the forefront of kind of accessibility at the moment so um yeah i think this is great you know getting more giving more people the chance like as i always think right i've had this thought of like if i like at some point in my life like got diagnosed with a dis- disability or something that like like really hindered my ability to play games that'd be fucking devastating because like they're quite um I don't know, how, how do you describe it like they're quite you need like a, a certain suite of skills to play them and all it takes is one thing to throw that off completely you know yeah. if you had like something like you know a nervous disorder a nervous system disorder um acquired or congenital you know born with it um or muscles muscular really like it's quite fragile our ability to play games you know something cognitive as well you know like if your attention was bad your ability to pay attention to two things like again that so like having all of these options um kind of soothes me and other people a little bit of like especially as like we get older it's like these ability these things being baked in or being introduced now that means when i get older <laughs> if i if i get crooked that um, yeah. i'll still be able to use them if i go deaf randomly one day you know so, yeah yeah it's it's they're they're great features to have um for for people that need them for sure and i do think uh xbox kate is very well to those sort of people i mean they have that it's like super crazy ass i don't even know how it works like adaptive controller don't they yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it exactly. looks funky. It looks like a DJ board. It's crazy, but <laughs> yeah. I've heard it's great. Like I've heard it's like yep. a really great piece of tech, um, and it works really, really well. Um, so yeah, good on them. Inclusive yeah. for everyone. I'm all about yeah, that life. Exactly, exactly. exactly. Well, what's what's their slogan that they've been using? When everyone plays, we all win. That's the one. Very cute. Breathtaking. It's true. Breathtaking. It's very true um okay wicked well um we made it through we did it we did everything we did um, it. there was there was more Jeff, today than i thought there was but maybe i think we just took up a lot of time at the beginning being a bit nostalgic oh, at the nostalgia beginning, so. yeah nostalgia <laughs> the nostalgic yeah. episode yeah exactly um so i mean that's that's it uh, for this week everyone thanks for listening if you made it this far um i did want to add that um uh, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I'm as I'm moving next week. There's not a, there's not a good chance that we'll be able to do one next week. I mean, unless Tim wants to do it solo, which solo. I can't imagine he does. It's solo um, job. So there's uh, it's not likely that we'll have a podcast for next week. Um, we'll resume our sort of weekly podcasting after that in the build up to E3, and we've got a couple of ideas for things that maybe we want to do. Um, mm. uh, and we'll we won't be covering E3 live you know feel free to follow us on twitter or go to our, our subreddit um we'll have things there but uh we'll be cover we'll be doing a podcast after e3 and sort of recapping all of that speaking about it we'll probably have to do it in multiple episodes because there'll be so much to speak about um yeah but yeah we'll definitely we'll be here for the next few weeks in the build up to e3 definitely um all exciting times we're getting close we're getting close yeah any closing words tim no no closing words from me the episode's long enough it's been a pleasure <laughs> wicked alright everyone well we'll catch you probably not next week but the week after um, again follow us on Twitter if you want um, to do it sort of keep yeah keep in the loop uh, while we're not uh, uploading anything but other than that uh, take care of yourselves stay happy stay healthy um, and we'll catch you when we catch you bye bye yeah. bye 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.